Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. Yes, we've just been saying what a challenging week of programmes this is proving to be, Colin. We're looking at Acts chapter 5 and seeing how that applies to us today. We heard about the death of Ananias and Sapphira because they had grieved the Holy Spirit by not telling the truth. And you made the point at the end of yesterday's programme that the deeper the repentance in us, the deeper our desire to live right with God, the greater the quality of disciple will be. And the greater the fruitfulness of our lives, the more we can glorify God. Um, uh, and actually, the happier we will be. Um, I, you, you know, I I really believe, Julie, that the problem is that there are a lot of Christians that don't even know the full gospel. They know, they know the, um, if you like, the version of the gospel that they have been taught. But that often leaves out some vital areas of the New Testament teaching. Let me give you an example. Um, I think every evangelical Pentecostal charismatic believer certainly will understand that it is through the blood of Jesus that was shed on the cross that our sins are forgiven. And therefore they are very thankful to the Lord for the blood of of the Lord Jesus, that they would not have that forgiveness of sins, they could not have the cleansing in their lives and the freedom from guilt if it wasn't for the blood. And that's fine, but that's just one aspect of the cross. Uh, Another aspect is that we were crucified with Christ, and in being crucified with Christ, he broke the power of sin. So it's a pertinent question to say, yes, you know as a Christian you've been forgiven sins, but has the power of sin in your life been broken? Because we know that uh, through our faith in what Jesus did on the cross, we have been justified, made acceptable, made righteous in God's sight. But we are called to live a life of righteousness we are called to live a holy life because without holiness, no one will see the Lord. So the question is not so much, do we believe our sins are forgiven? That, of course, is essential. But has the power of sin been broken in our lives so that we are free not only to be in a position of righteousness with God, but to actually walk in righteousness? Christ is our righteousness. So if we're living in Christ and he in us, then we will live a righteous lifestyle free from the power of sin. Now, that doesn't mean that we will be perfect in everything we do, but we will not have to yield to temptation. It means that we recognize, as Paul did, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live because I was put to death on the cross when Jesus died, but now Christ lives in me. We have a a new group of students um, in the college. We've had a wonderful, wonderful beginning to turn, but this morning I did a, a simple little thing with them. I just said, now get out a piece of paper and I want you to write down what I tell you. I said, now leave a couple of lines for the title and I'll give you the title at the end. 
And then I just dictate, I said, now write this down. This is to certify that, and they all wrote down, this is to certify that. And then I said, now put in your full name. So they all wrote their full name. So this is to certify that Joe Bloggs. Then I said, died um, at Jerusalem, and they all wrote, died at Jerusalem, on Good Friday, A.D. 30. <laughs> on Good Fr Friday, A.D. 30. I said, now sign it, Spirit of Truth. And you see, that just helped them. I mean, they, they have been taught this already, that, that they have died, and now their lives are hidden with Christ in God, which is what Paul teaches. Um, but you see, and then I said, now you can put the title in, My Death Certificate. You see, this is what happened on the cross. We were put to death with Christ so that we could live an entirely new life. We could be given a new life and live a new life. And I found over the years that there are so many Christians who pay lip service to this. Yes, well, I know that God has given me a new life, but it's almost as if they put the new life on top of the old life. And so when they have a need, many people are going back into the old life. They're even sometimes being wrongly counseled that, you know, the answer to their problem is somehow in the past. And that's never the case uh, because uh, actually what Jesus did was consign the old life to death. And so, you know, people have to understand, I have been crucified with Christ. I no longer live. Yes, you can write your death certificate that uh, this is to certify that you, whatever your name is, died on Good Friday, AD 30 in Jerusalem, signed the Spirit of Truth. And it just, I mean, little things like that, you see, I find just help people to face the reality. Yeah, well, I have died. That's what the Scripture says. I have died. And my life is now hidden with Christ in God. So I don't have to keep going back to the past. I'm not that weak, sinful slave of sin as Paul says, that I was before I was born again. Now I am a new creation. The old is gone and new has come. This is what my water baptism signified, that I'm dead and lay buried with Christ. Now I am a new creation. Now I have a new life. Now the Spirit lives in me so I can live a new life. Now I am purchased for God. Now I am his son, his daughter, his child, his property. You see, when people not only know that, but believe it, then they live differently. What effect did it have on the students? Well, it, it, they knew it because I've been teaching it for the last few days. So um, uh, it, it was just a follow-up to somebody that we gave a devotional word at our prayer time. So um, if you like, the effect was already there. But I said, now you just keep this certificate in your Bible or your spiritual diary or something. And there it is as a constant reminder to you that you don't go back into the past. You are not the person you were. You are a new creation. Begin to see yourself as a new creation. Think of yourself as a new creation. Think of yourself as someone who is living in Christ. Think of yourself as Christ living in you. Let your mind be renewed. Then you know the good, acceptable, perfect will of God. The spiritual facts. Yes, it's getting people to believe what Jesus Christ has done. I mean, you see, it sounds strange, doesn't it, to say, well, I died in AD 30, which is actually probably the accurate date of the crucifixion, not 33. Um, and uh, yet that is the reality. 
that the scripture said is one man died, all mankind has died. That Jesus took every sinner to the cross. Now, not everyone gets raised to new life in Christ, only those who believe what he has done on the cross. But you see, this is where we need to know the full truth, live in the good of, of the full truth, uh, so that we can demonstrate the life and the freedom and the power of God. So it says here, all the believers used to congregate in the area of the temple known as Solomon's Colonnade, which is the same area of the temple where Jesus used to teach the people. Although people thought highly of them, they were reluctant to join them. Why, they could see these guys were serious. It was all or nothing. The Christian life was all or nothing. So there was a reluctance. Nobody would join them casually, put it that way. But you see, the very next thing is, even so, more and more men and women became believers in the Lord and were added to the church. That even though people saw um, what what the um, cost was, if you like, they saw, well, it's worth it. I mean, look at the freedom these guys, look at the love, look at the joy, look, look at the quality of life, these people. Look, not every, everybody's needs are being met. They love one another, they care for one another, meeting one another's needs. It was a demonstration of the gospel. And then we read in verse 15, because of the apostles' reputation, people brought the sick and laid them on mattresses and beds in the streets, hoping that even Peter's shadow might fall on some of them as he walked along. Crowds came from the towns and villages surrounding Jerusalem, bringing their sick and those in bondage to evil spirits, and all of them were healed. You see, I'm afraid you can't get away from the fact that the gospel is a package. Uh, you get the life, you get the love, you get the power, you get the healings, you get the miracles, all together. When you've got the full life and the full love, you get the full power and the full authority and the full healings, you get it all together. And so when you look at what is happening in the lives of individual Christians or in the life of, of any local church, you actually see a reflection of where those people are spiritually. That's why, of course, we talk about the church being revived, brought back to life, being brought back to the life that you read about in the New Testament. This is the life the church had because it was living in the fullness of the Spirit. And we say that we have the fullness of the Spirit today. Then why don't we see the same life? And that's for the very reasons that I've been saying this week, where there isn't the same repentance, there isn't the same surrender to God, there isn't the same desire to live for the life of the kingdom, there isn't that wholehearted surrender to the purposes of God. Where that does exist in the church today, then you see this kind of life. And it does exist in small pockets here and there, in some nations that have been experiencing revival over a number of, of years. So it, it, it doesn't work to say, oh, well, you know, this is, this is out of date. We have a whole lot of, if you don't mind me saying claptrap, about an emerging churches and new structures and being in little groups here, there, and everywhere. And people say that's the biblical pattern. Well, I'm afraid it isn't. That's not what the scripture is saying. And it's a massive, massive distraction from what the church needs to be, not looking at structure, but looking at its spiritual life and seeing that if we have the right life, God will bring the right order. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 